And welcome to Pool Boys Recommend, Ooh. a com- comedy Ooh. podcast. A company, 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 podcast where we oh, recommend oh, oh. things to each other. We do it and then we review it. Mm-hmm. My name is Stuart. My name is Chris. My name is Davey. And before we get off the bat today, I just want to take this opportunity to say, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, uh, listeners, mm-hmm. to the uh, the very insensitive rollout that I that I gave uh, last week. Yeah, I um I don't hate you. I in fact love you. And thanks for coming back and tuning back in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Speaking to an empty room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear that echo? <laughs> <laughs> um. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna get right back into another week of recommends. And this week, we're going to start with me. Last week, Stu, I recommended that you learn to hula hoop. Learn to hula hoop. Mm-hmm. Yes. A hula, a hula hey. Yeah. yeah a hula hey. Actually, a hula speaking, of a, speaking of a hula hey, a hula hey, and all of the variants on hula-ing, um, I was exactly 28 years old when I realised that hula hooping is called hula hooping because when you do the hula hooping action, it vaguely resembles the hula dance from Hawaii. Oh, I suppose it does. I suppose it yeah. does. I thought yeah. that it was. I thought that it was because it originated in Hawaii. No, funny really? you should ask that Here because okay, go. so I I realised oh, that you this... idiot Dave, you dumb idiot, <laughs> you fool. How did how did you not know? Um, uh, so it's. Uh, it obviously exposed some gaps in my knowledge about hula hooping. Uh, and so I, I did a tiny you, little bit of research. You mean the big gap where the knowledge about hula hooping is supposed to go? <laughs> the gap is... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mm. The normal the normal hole in the middle. That's how they yep. make hula hoops, with the yep. gaps in everyone's knowledge. Is, <laughs> it's just the, just the hoop around it. Um, so I did a little bit of research. And um, uh, ho- hoops, right? Not necessarily hula hoops, but hoops and, and people you know, artistically playing with hoops, or not even artistically, just playing with hoops, is super old. Uh, There are instances of it happening all the way back in 500 BCE. And they weren't called hula hoops, but that's like origin story of the hula hoop. Um, And then the modern hula hoop was made and manufactured in America um, by like the Wampow kids uh, toy factory i forget exactly what wahoo? that's called no not wahoo not wahoo but it's, it's got a really si- it's got a similar is name is it yahoo yahoo no that died quite recently unfortunately bazinga bazinga um but do you know do you know what nation inspired the hula hoop which was designed in then then redesigned in in america and manu- mass manufactured you know what country, country that comes from? I'm not. Yeah. I'm not sure. I understand this question. Can you say that again? So, like, it was the original, like, not the original, but like the 1950s revamp of the hula hoop, which was sold yes. at toy shops and and revamped to to on mass to sell to kids, yep. was made in America, but inspired by a um, a toy in a different country. Do you a know what toy? country that is? Yeah, I, a toy. My gut says. Like a, my gut says Kenya. Yeah. That's, I don't know. Uh, no, that's my, that's fair guess. My gut says India. Okay. Okay. Who's closer? The correct, the correct answer. Who's closer? Kenya, yeah. India. Not geographically, uh, just, you know, like vibe-wise. Oh, not geographically. Vibe-wise, you're both way off because uh-huh. the correct, uh, correct answer is... I was going to say Denmark. the UK. Denmark? Denmark? Well, the UK would have been very close. It, it is Australia. <laughs> oh, 
And this and this is 1950s. Oh. This is 1950s Australia. So the UK is closer to 1950s Australia. What with all the terrible shit that happened in this country uh, that okay, we yeah. occupy. So yeah. yeah, it came from Australia. We had bamboo hoops apparently in the 1950s. Wow. And then this um, American uh, woman called Joan Anderson. She brought Joan. one home. Joan Anderson, she brought one home to America, was at a dinner party and was like, oh, I'm thinking of, you know, rebranding these and making them into a toy called, and I'm thinking of calling it the hula hoop. Anyway, some, one of her husband's friends at that party overheard her saying that, took her husband aside, they made a gentleman's agreement that they would both go into business and create these hula hoops. Um, and then eventually the other guy who was at that dinner party completely cut Joan and her husband out of the entire business <laughs> and they never made a, and a cent from Fuller Hoops. Wow. It's a, wow, yeah. I guess that just really ties a bow on the whole um, thievery of the, of the thing, you know? Uh, yeah, 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 uh, absolutely. Another um, point for the patriarchy. It's, exactly. It's really... A triumph for capitalism as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so... Anyway, uh, that's 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 a little history lesson on the hula hoop there. Yeah. Um, yep, just like everything else, it's sad and shit. Um, okay, yeah, every single <laughs> other thing. I was really hoping the mercy everything rule else. would uh, come into play soon, yeah. but no, no, here it is. But you know what's not shit? Actually playing with a hula hoop. So anyway, here's, hey. here's the story of my week uh, learning to hula hoop. Yeah. Uh, I went to the shop, obviously, where the hula hoops are sold, and there's a toy specific toy shop at uh, Macquarie Centre, which is near where I live. And so I was like, oh, I'll help out small businesses. I'll go to, I'll go to the, the toy store, the Lovely. independent toy store. Mm. Um and then I walk in and I ask the, you know, the, the lovely lady at the counter, I was like, do you have any hula hoops? And she was like, oh, I'm not sure. We, we did have some. Here, come with me. And she takes me to a part of the store. And then on the way there, she's like, uh, so how big is the child? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, life, it's about, uh, it's about as big size. as me. Yeah, yeah, it's about as big as me because, um, as a matter of fact, I am the child. The child is me. Did you tell her? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, never. I would never. <laughs> Wouldn't you? No, I was like, the child is me. And she's like, oh, well, I guess it's good to keep a little bit of that attitude towards life, isn't it? I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, it is. Totally yeah, is. Absolutely. Um, and so, unfortunately, they didn't have any hula hoops, or at least none my size. And uh, <laughs> they didn't so, have any um, uh, regulation yeah. size hula hoops. Yeah, five XL adult levels. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. straight to Kmart. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I went to Big W, and mm. Big W has a range of hula hoops. Mm. All right. Another triumph for capitalism. Did you know you can get a hula hoop, which is just n- not not a fancy hula hoop, just a hula hoop. It's just a a circle of plastic mm-hmm. for twenty dollars. 20 You're bucks. Kidding. That 20 is more bucks a big than w. I expected. Yeah. I, the last time I saw one was came up for like five. They they had a range, but that was like, I couldn't, there was no discernible difference between that so one picked, and the- So you picked the Rolls Royce of hula hoops. I didn't go with the $20 one. What I did is I went kind of mid, mid-market. mid I went for a $10 hula hoop. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to get ideas above your station. I get yeah, that. exactly. I'm you not ready. I'm not I'm not big big money hula hoop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I am big, like big velvet hoops. interior. You know, there are handworked leather. I saw online there are some crazy ones which look like you can charge them up. I don't even know. What? Anyway, what? There's what, some is, weird what does that ones. mean? I don't know. Maybe look, you don't have to do anything. Like charge self them hoop, up. Self hoolering hoops. Maybe that's what they are. Yeah, you, you know, just it's, leave it's them on a, the ground and then they go. You, just, <laughs> yeah, you knock yeah, off. Exactly. Such a, it's, a poor, such it's a poor. It's a poor hoolerer that blames their hoops. You know. So really, yeah. Yeah. So I, I walk away with it with a $10 hula hoop and it's one of those, it's got purified water in it. So it goes swish, swish, swish when you, when you do oh, the hula hooping. And I had remembered these well, from, you from just, being a You should have just bought one with tap water. 
<laughs> I should have. Yeah, yeah, but I reckon they get all manky in there eventually, and then mm. like they need it to be purified so you don't get like. I don't if know. it's gonna get manky in there normally, it's all. I don't. You reckon? Okay, I'm gonna stop derailing you about your water filled <laughs> hula hoop. That's <laughs> okay, man. It is all silly. good. So I bought the hoop, and then I, I kind of I took it back to my apartment, and uh, just to give you a, an idea of the size of. Um, my apartment and the hoop, uh, it takes up basically the entire space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is a, this is a hula-only zone. Uh, yeah. No, there's yeah. no valuable electronics. You had to yeah. move them all out, sell them. Yeah. <laughs> so to get, my TV's yeah. in my kitchen now. <laughs> exactly. To get from the kitchen to my bed, i got to go through the hoop. Do, do the, through the hoop zone. That's <laughs> legally have to be hula-ing when you enter the zone. Exactly. But you're jumping through hoops at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, they yeah. Had, they had, had me jumping through hoops. So anyway, I took it back to my apartment and then I put it in in you know against the wall and i'm just sort of looking at it for a few days and i'm like i've got to do this i've got to learn to hula hoop and i kept kept sort of putting it off um and then i sort of started to be like okay i've got to do this now i've got to go and actually start hula hooping and i talked to jenny my girlfriend in scotland who mm-hmm. l- loves hula hooping she she can do it oh and wow she's, she's good at it oh, and she was like you, oh, I, yeah she was like i really want to watch you do it because you know i just imagine you a fully grown man, beer in hand, walking down to the park to, to, to <laughs> get your, get your hauler on. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, I, I called her up and in my apartment, I made a little bit of space where I could practice and she could teach me like the fundamentals of it. And um, I wasn't got- taking it very seriously at this point. Yeah. And I've got a few, I've got a few quotes from her. Um, and, and these turned out to be very helpful. Mm. She said, listen to the rhythm of the hula hoop. Oh yeah, it was a good one. It was good. And she's right. I like she's that. Absolutely. I like that. Right. Yeah, nice. She said, she said this this Perla, you don't go round the hula hoop, the hula hoop goes round you. Wow. I mean, <laughs> that's pretty standard. I thought. I, I didn't, I'm not an expert, but I thought yeah. like I haven't been trying to get myself around the hula hoop. Yeah, exactly. You're doing it wrong. Um, so it was about this point that I started laughing, you know, giggling at what she was saying. And she told me that hula hooping is very serious business. Oh, oh, hey, (laughs) Jenny, I'm so sorry, Jenny. Um, (laughs) no, it was, it was great actually. And then I realized that I needed a bit more space. And so over the next couple of days, I, I actually started to empathize Chris with your, the shame that you felt when you had to climb a tree and the shame you felt when you had to go bin diving. Cause I was looking yep. out my window at the park and I was like, I've got to go down there with a hula hoop, mm-hmm. stand in the, in the open, <laughs> full <laughs> public anyone view could see her. and just hula hoop away. Just get sometimes, yep. sometimes yeah. I'm doing stuff for the podcast and I just have to take a second and think, is this how I end up on Brown Cardigan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, for anyone who doesn't know, Brown Cardigan is a fantastic Australiana um, Instagram page. Go and check it out. They are hilarious. That's great. Um, so eventually I just pluck up the courage and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do it. I, I go down and I start and I'm a little bit clumsy at first. And I'm, you would have looked like a friggin' idiot. I, can, I <laughs> would have. You would have looked like a fool. I, I know. It's like I, I toss it around. It spins around once or twice and then just ends up at my ankles. Oh. <sighs> yes. Yes. But then... Yep. I started using I started using my my hips and my and belly oh. and my and, and my ass. Oh. I was like, oh, I was getting the whole thing going. I was oh. like, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. And then I, I started to get the hang of it. And then you know that moment where you haven't fully got something, but you're like, oh, that was it. That was yes. it. Yes, yes. You're like, I, oh, I hauled it. I hauled it. I just just for a second, I need to replicate that. And then I I hit that about like what the maybe 15, 20 minute mark of practicing. And then I was like, okay. And then I kept going. And I kept going and after a while, I finally, 
finally got the hang of it. And and the rhythm, I started to understand exactly what Jenny was talking about. I was like, yes. 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 Oh, I was like, I can yes. actually feel the hula hoop and I know where to go based on where it is wow. and, how, and how fast to move based on how fast it's going. And then I yes. was like starting to like, fl- like flick my hips Whoa. out a bit. I was probably overworking, but I was like flipping my hips out a bit and I was like, okay. speed- I was like speeding up the hula hoop. It was like, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. And I, I got I to gotta say, I just have to mention that when I had like a, a streak, right, where I was hula hooping by myself unassisted for, um, for like less than 30 seconds, but it still, it felt like, you know, forever. Unassisted. I've <laughs> <laughs> You've been using the gutters before now? <laughs> Training <laughs> wheels? A ramp to start it off with. Yeah. But I was like, I had this amazing feeling, which I can only describe as like pure joy oh, pure joy wow I was like, and i haven't felt God that bless. in in quite some time and <laughs> probably since i was a kid you what? know not, not during women's day what are you talking about well yeah i mean like you know i felt joy but this is like ecstatic like childish joy of like oh my god i did a thing i did a thing <laughs> wow. um yeah and it was it was amazing so um uh, i am not the best hula hoop i've only done it for like a week but at least this week, I can say that I can hula hoop, and that's more than I could say for my hula hooping this time last week. So and thank more you than very Chris much. Can say for juggling. So <laughs> oh come on, oh come on, no, Chris come got on. There. He got there. He got I, there. I was just thinking. I don't know if I could juggle right now. If I had to juggle right now, I don't yeah, think yeah. I could. Like, you I do. Have lost you it. do have to keep it up. Yeah, I guess some of these things aren't like riding a bike. You gotta, you gotta keep it yeah. up. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before we move along, Stu. Yeah. We're on Zoom together right now. Yeah. You gotta show us. <sighs> you gotta. Alright, I'll give it a, I'll give it a go. You gotta do a bit. I'll give it a go. Alright, so let me put my mic out of the way. Commence twenty minutes of like destroying all the stuff in his <laughs> in his room. I won't be able you to know, hear you because I'm moving gonna take, everything I'm gonna around. Take my headphones off, so I won't be able to hear you. Alright, he's gonna take his headphones off so we can heckle him. They're <laughs> without, officially off. Without punishment. So this is what we're seeing of his his uh apartment by I don't the way. have any space. Okay. Go on. Oh, Go moving on, the mic out of the way. Here we go. Yep, here it's we go. It's a lovely looking, very sparkly. He's holding it in one thing. hand, which I know isn't right. Oh, okay. He's has, he has oh, gone into it's the It's going to hit everything and he's, anything. He's oh, he's gone high. Yes. Oh, oh, oh wow. He's, he's it's gone high. very yes. high. Very high. Around quite the high. nipples. I wasn't expecting Not that. Not bad at all. Into one more go. Here we go. Oh, wow. It's picking up. Wow. Wow. Listen to the rhythm of the hoop. Interesting technique. Interesting technique. Did you see that? Beautiful. That was fantastic. guys. My rating system is out of a possible 30 stars, 10 for experience, 10 for spiritual growth, and 10 stars for stars. I'm going to give this one not full marks, but 999. It's very, very good. Wow, you love the 999. I love the 999 because, you know, it's not quite, it's not quite perfection and I can't, I can't see myself doing this every single week. I mean, it was the first time you felt joy since you were a child. You're not going <laughs> to give it 10. 10, 10, 10. <laughs> nah, I guess 999 because I still had to, I still uh, had to grapple oh, okay. with the anxiety. I was also a little hungry when I did it. So. <laughs> no, I had to grapple with the anxiety of being a fully grown adult enjoying something that is reserved for children and um and overly spiritual festival goers <laughs> mm-hmm. spiritual that's what we're calling it okay. yeah all right sure yeah. the pj show guys purple people is that what we're going with yeah 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 <laughs> chris uh did you just record that on zoom i certainly did oh! <laughs> i think you did i think you might have just See you on Facebook, guys. Yeah, hilarious. All right, all right. right, Converting to MP4 as we speak. (laughs) Yeah. Very nice. Yep. Love it. It's Um, all about the content, boys. All about the content. (laughs) It's all about the content. (laughs) Yep.
last week, Chris, I recommended to you, because I've been a busy, busy boy, I need some time-saving tips. I need you to give us some brand new life hacks. Mm, that's right. That's right. Uh, look, it's me. It's Grant Hackett's brother, Life. Life Hackett. Corn yep. in. Uh, <laughs> you asked for some life hacks, Dave. Uh, yes. Look, yeah, I'm just one man. All right, I'm Grant's mm. brother. It's it's mm. me. I'm not even Grant was just one man. It's true. And I, I'm not. I'm not. I can't. I'm not going to save the world. All right. I don't know who you think yep. I am, Dave. I'm not here to save the world and hack your entire life to bits. So I thought I'd <laughs> I'd focus on. I think okay. I thought I'd laser focus on our biggest problem. Uh-huh. Okay. The biggest one. What is it? Uh, do we? Do you care to guess? Um, so you might know what I what I'm, what I'm talking about. I already, but, might. Uh, maybe. I have I have seen a uh, little. Dave, do you want to have a, do you want to have a guess, man? Uh, is it is it Stu? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, that's a joke, Stu. I love you. That's rough uh, as no. guts, man. Is it Chris? Uh, Dave, hypothetical. All right, you get yeah, home. You've had a long yeah. day at work. You're, you're yeah. ready to you're ready to cook your favorite meal, which is uh-huh. spaghetti bolognese. Obviously, yeah. First thing you do when you're cooking spaghetti bolognese, you know, before you do the meat, before you do any of that, what are you doing? I'm cutting up the onions. You're cutting up the onions. Certainly, you certainly are. Uh, Dave, do you like to chop and, onions? And I love chopping onions, but they don't like being chopped by me. No, they do not. <laughs> no, they do not. And we need to bring no. those onions into line. So, That's my right. my focus today was uh, to, to not only hack your life, but to to make the process of to chopping onions, onions easier. That's it, exactly. Yep. I'm, not, I'm not hacking life, I'm hacking onions. And I want to make mm-hmm. it as easy as possible to, to chop onions without the tears, without the mess, without the annoyance, yeah. you know? Mm. Just making it a bit easier. So uh, I, I went to, um, how do I put this? You know, when, you're, um, when you want to watch a movie, you go to the cinema. Yep. Right. When you want to read a book, you go to the library. Yep. Right. And when you want a life hack, you go to TikTok. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. So that's where I the, li- uh, the like cafeteria. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So that's that's sort of where I went. And uh, yep. so if you boys will join me, and and those listening at home, please go to the Pool Boys TikTok, Pool Boys Comedy uh, on TikTok, and you'll see them all there. Uh, it's me just looking looking uh, at an onion. <laughs> that's the sort of little uh, little, little uh, starting screen there. Uh, so let's let's share our screens. Let's have a look at uh, this oh. first life hack. Okay, so how do you chop an onion without a mess? Here we go. So I've got an onion, a rubber band, and a tea towel. So you put the onion in the middle of the tea towel. You uh, fold it all over there. Yep. Okay. And then you put the rubber band around the onion. So it's just the onion sort of pinched okay, down. Okay, very good. Uh, yep. Wrapped so in the tea towel. Little, and then you get that tea towel and onion. you just bloody smash it. Smash it. Just one time. You just <laughs> smash it. Left a little, just one, left a little wet spot. It did a little, little wet spot. I whacked it real hard. And then was, we wrap it open and then get rid of the rubber band there. We look inside and the diced. How about that? It's perfect. That's Whoa, very good. Wow. How did you it's, it's finally diced. Finally diced. Oh my goodness. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. <laughs> Let's move on to the next one there, just directly to the left. This is a, this is a different idea I sort of ran with here. Uh, how to chop onions without crying. You chop the top, you chop the, the bottom, you get, peel it, get rid of the skin there. So then you put it in a pot, right? You top it with the apple cider vinegar, okay? Then you uh-huh. put it, put a lid on it and leave it on high for 12 minutes, okay? Leave the lid on. And then when you pull the lid off, it's what? Bananas! It's bananas. Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! I, obviously, I put too much apple cider vinegar. Too much apple cider vinegar, use, I think, maybe yeah, on, on that's, my one. That's what will happen. If you use too much, it will become it turns bananas. turns into bananas. Now, look, if you, okay, if, if, before we click on that next one, before we click on the third one there, uh, uh, so, uh, so the first one was a bit of a magic trick, right? A bit of a bit of a 
switch at the last second. Don't tell people that. Yeah, look, just go with me. This, the okay. second one there, a bit of a joke, a bit of a goof. Oh, I'll replace it with bananas. How funny. And yeah. I didn't know what to do for this third one. I had no idea. I couldn't. I'm like, okay, what what could actually, you know, what could seem feasible? Like the vinegar thing, it seems like some sort of weird old wife's tale you might hear. The whole whacking thing with a tea towel, it seems like something that could work, blah, blah, blah. And uh, so I tried this one. So let's let's watch this last this last okay, one. Okay, here we one. go. Uh, so how do you chop an onion without crying? Okay, how do we get, so we've already got it uh, all, all peeled and stuff. You wrap it in a freezer bag like that. Yep. Uh, freezer bag. Or the top, top and bottom will cut off already. So you leave it in the freezer overnight. It's wrapped in this freezer yes. bag, okay? All right. Uh, and we pull it out the next morning. All right, just did yep. this this morning. You smash it with a hammer. Wrap it in a tea towel and smash it with a hammer. There's again and again like and again. While it's just frozen. Smash it with a hammer. Smash and smash and smash. Wow. And to my surprise, boys, I thought I was going to have to do some goof where I go to Woolies and buy like a bag of frozen onions. Ha ha, how funny. And it actually worked. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. This, really? this what? I actually came up with an actual life hack. But you freeze you your freeze onion, it. you smash it with a hammer, and it was it was all smushed. It was like you know, there's Whoa. nice like bits here and there. It was completely usable. I could not believe it actually worked. Really? Yeah, I know. I was, uh, wait, what? but surely, surely <laughs> you got some surely like not. surely you got some chunks of it that were just like massive chunks, and then other bits uh, that were just like look, squished, there was a, like weird melting onion. You look, I was on I was on TikTok time. Okay, I couldn't I couldn't have a real go at it. So there was there was a couple pretty big chunks there. But yeah, if I if I had a couple more wax at that, that would have actually that would have completely worked. The yeah, only problem right. there is it's frozen. But you put that in a hot pan, it'll defrost straight away. It'll, it'll heat up. Wow, it'll heat up, guys. It's hot Man. When you look, you know, <laughs> I, I use an onion for dinner almost every every night. Yeah. Right? Uh huh. Guys, listen to me, listeners. Put a freezer in the an onion in the freezer right now. Try it out. <laughs> Try it out. I'm telling you, it worked. Get the hammer ready. Get the hammer at the ready. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, it worked. Worked for me, and it'll work for you too. Unreal. I've been life hacking. That's, uh, <laughs> that's. I just can't believe how much time I'm going to save when I have to go for dinner. And then I have to wait overnight to chop to get my yeah, freeze right. onion. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and then next morning, uh, I've I've saved so much time. Yeah, you know, it's uh, gonna be a very yummy, yummy uh, nine a.m. dinner for you there, Dave. Oh, so good. Um, I'm ready to tuck in for a fresh new start. <laughs> uh, my rating system is out of two. All right, I'm not complicated. It's out of two. All right, uh, this one. Look, I gave it three shots and one actually worked. So I'll give it a one out of two. A one out of two. Yeah, right. right. One out of two. It's respectable. One out of two. That's respectable. It is, yeah. respectable. It is respectable. respectable. Yeah. Very respectable. Oh, yes. David Reynolds. My best friend. My worst nemesis. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Chris, pretty bland on you. You know, just, yeah, <laughs> just yeah, kind of sitting in the middle somewhere, you know. Yeah, Chris, you get really a read into that astrology. You get a one out of two, Chris. Dave, oh, Davey. Cool. Right. <laughs> That's not bad. Uh, Davey, last week I recommended that you watch uh, a Matt Berry special, ADBC, uh, yep. a parody of Jesus Christ Superstar. It's it's weird yeah. as hell, and I just it I is. thought you'd love it. So how'd you go? Uh, uh, okay. So for those who basically Matt Berry is this dude who's very of a style. He's got his own thing that he does, and he does it the best that anyone. Yes. Can, can anyone do an impression just to sort of give people an idea? I will. I will be doing an impression. Oh, okay. lovely, Great. lovely. How do you describe Matt Berry? If you don't know Matt Berry, he's an absurdist British William Shatner proto clone. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trapped in the body of a synthesizer enthusiast. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's pretty it. good. That is it. There's a very specific type of music and comedy nerd out there. Yeah. They're normally, you know, white. They live in a body designed for comfort. 
are, are a fan of British comedy over American comedy as a default. I think I'm podcasting and, with uh, two of them right now. Experimented with <laughs> facial hair before doing one of three things. Uh, the first being deciding it isn't for them and shaving it off. The second being deciding it is for them and keeping it. Or the third thing, deciding it isn't for them, but neither is shaving it off. And who cares anyway? Do you want to talk about anime? (laughs) (laughs) I think everybody listening to this can picture that person. Mm -hmm. And I think most of them are picturing me. Um, (laughs) Matt Berry is at the apex of a taxonomical class of humans, which I'm calling homo berryensis. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. Matt Berry has appeared alongside actors and comedians such as Richard Ayoade, Jennifer Saunders, and Sam Rockwell. His work includes Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Hilarious. The Mighty Boosh. Mm-hmm. The Sarah Silverman Program. Mm-hmm. Aquatine Hunger Force, The IT Crowd, Moon, What mm. We Do in the Shadows, and the 2020 blockbuster hit, the SpongeBob movie, colon, Sponge on the Run. <laughs> I didn't know he was in a SpongeBob. That's amazing. Matt Berry's whole shit can be summarized with these simple words. Absurdist bullshit with surprisingly good music. Okay. Yeah. Should be happy with that review. Yeah. Uh-huh. A sterling example of this approach is the half-hour parody of Jesus Christ Superstar ADBC. So good. It begins with a shot of Matt Berry, herein referred to as Tim Wind playing the piano, abruptly stopping, and then speaking to the audience. <laughs> we, s- we see Tim Wind, previously referred to as Matt Berry, explaining that in future he will be referred to as the innkeeper. Matt Berry, which is the name we use to refer to this entity at level of abstraction one, this is what I understand to be the actor known as Matt Berry, loves to bookend the main meat of his work with interviews from a character at level of abstraction two, in this case, Tim Wind. All of the work where he has had a significant portion of creative directorship seems to involve a level of abstraction level two character, most notably in Garth Marenghi's Dark Place and the sketch comedy series Snuffbox. These normally Mm. seem to be a sort of device to make the audience realise just how whacked out it is that there even is a level of abstraction three, and that really, when you get right down to it, what is the definition of knowledge in any case? (laughs) (laughs) I am lost already. Yeah. Uh, we can get into an epistemic discussion, Dave, if you'd like. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I can only assume that if I ever did meet the entity I refer to as Matt Berry on what I can only describe as the prime material plane or real life, in quotes, level of abstraction zero is what I'm designating it. <laughs> There's really no telling what I'm going to get. Scientists have yet to agree what of Matt Berry exists at the level of abstraction minus one. The thing about the way Matt Berry works is that he hardly ever writes set-up punchline kind of jokes. So the word joke doesn't really seem to fit the mark. No. But you laugh because there's so many unexpected little absurdities. Things that just make you go like, what? 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 Like, <laughs> what? Yes. What? Yes. Um, the, the, the unit of measure that I've decided to use for this is the laugh. Oh. The laugh? The laugh. Like L-A-F-F? Yeah, laugh. Wow. Okay. It's just so thick with laughs. That you have to watch every goddamn move he makes over and over to catch it all. Yes. And that's my favourite thing about this kind of comedy. It's just like so dense that it I can is. re-watch it a hundred times. I'm still, I'm still seeing new things, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's funny how much he can put into something so simple like a look to the camera. Like Yes, like absolutely. That's, that's the all he does, but you're like, what is going on there? Yes, yes. Like, yeah, there's stuff. What? Yeah. Even the simple stuff, like your mind just kind of sticks to it. Like it's the only steady ground to cling to. Exactly. And then you actually realise it's just like a front for like a consequent laugh that's like hidden somehow behind the next logical leap that you think about it. Like, yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. ADBC begins. Yeah. Old grainy film format. 
mm-hmm. broadcast image countdown transmitted 19th of December 1978. This expresses like so it doesn't say this explicitly, but it expresses that it was close to Christmas when this first thing was broadcast that like he somehow genuinely was able to make a Christmas offering in the year of the 1978. Yeah, right. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. that some someone asked him to do... Anyway, first shot, a studio with a piano. A man in a velvet jacket and blue jeans sits at the piano. Yes. The man is playing what sounds exactly like killing me softly with his song on the piano. His title card comes up, Tim Wind, composer. <laughs> the conjunction of these things heavily implies that at abstraction level one, the entity known as Matt Berry did in fact compose the song Killing Me Softly with his song. Yes. And you can't prove otherwise. <laughs> and cops can't even come to level of abstraction one. No. <laughs> Tim Wind abruptly stops as if withholding the song, closes the piano lid, locks the piano, puts the key in his pocket and then turns to the camera with his hands on his knees like it's a school photo. Tim Wind, what you're about to see is a piece I originally wrote for the theatre. It's a story told in rock about the nativity of Christ. It played in the upstairs of Dublin Castle, London, Camden for a number of weeks. (laughs) Number of weeks, it's so good. We're already rocking like 10 to 12 laughs. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and we're, and we're wait, only I, on the 36th second of the video. And surely he said theatre, like... Theatre. Yeah. Theatre. Theatre. <laughs> this is the level of density that we're looking at here, right? So I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to go in too far on no, some of this stuff. No, you'd have to freeze it and hit it with a hammer to actually... Yeah, to, to so segment it. Yeah, so that's right. Yeah. Tomorrow morning, we'll, I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, opening narration. This is like what happens, you know. There's just like all this footage of you know uh, people standing behind uh, like chain link fences. Mm. Man, like a second hand, craves what he believes to be sacred. He is so blind that he cannot hear the call of the Lord. For God said, "Let us make man in our own image, in our own likeness, and let him have dominion over the fish." And yet. As night breaks in Bethlehem twixt the crack of B.C. and A.D., we find a simple innkeeper in despair, filled with an unholy funk. <laughs> he wanders in wilderness toward his own undoing, unaware of the impending approach of the nativity. <laughs> so good. I can't explain most of the laughs in A.D.B.C. because most of the laughs are only partial jokes. They can't support themselves out in the open like if i just said them on the podcast it wouldn't make any sense like i can't just it doesn't it's not that funny but when i saw it it was funny but just explaining to you outside that at one part of one scene the light was really dim like that's not a joke by itself (laughs) no no (laughs) see what i'm saying yeah 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 Yeah, absolutely even the wikipedia article doesn't include the plot because there's so much content coming at you thick and fast that it's it's even hard to ascertain what it is. Well, yeah, the plot if you broke it down, the plot would be quite thin. It would be the nativity, but it's just everything has been laid on top of that. And like yeah. like all of these modes of looking at it. Yeah, and like the time that it's set in, it's got a real like sixties vibe to it, and like they really play into that. It's it's yeah. hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. This is my understanding, all right? The innkeeper and his wife run an inn. He has a rival and a nemesis by the name of Tony Iscariot, who runs another inn. (laughs) That's right. That's played by Julian Barrett, isn't it? It is, yeah. He's he's exceptional. Yeah, yeah. He gets a message from God saying there's a star coming to Bethlehem. The innkeeper immediately assumes that this is the touring stand-up comedian, King Herod. (laughs) 
He kicks everyone out of the inn because it is his inn and the touring stand-up comedian King Herod is coming to stay. He kicks out his wife's elderly mother, causing his wife to leave him. She may or may not fall into the arms of Tony Iscariot. Oh, that's right. Joseph, um, of Jesus Christ fame, played by Richard Ayoade, is having a time of it getting to Bethlehem. Uh, This is probably the best scene in the entire thing. Uh, A scene where Tony Iscariot is staring in the mirror slash the eyes of the audience and trying to seduce us by saying that people fuck for 12 hours straight in the Orient. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. He's looking to our eyes, but it's where the perspective of the mirror, are we not? We're the mirror, but he's looking at us. He is looking at us. That 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 must have been uncomfortable for Julian Barrett to film, but he did it so well. Yeah, it was so good. I I don't think that Julian Barrett's ever not doing that kind of stuff. That's true, actually. Just staring right down the barrel of the camera. Right into the barrel of the camera. I can fuck for 12 hours straight, baby. Yes. Like, it's, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Julian Barrett. He's, he's, he's good at what he does. I'm not sure. He's good if at I what can, he does, and what I'm he sure does is can... fuck for yeah. 12 hours straight. Yeah. <laughs> this, I've, I've uh, never felt more excluded from the podcast right now. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, sorry, Chris. It's just I'm sorry to anyone. This is me and the listeners yeah, sitting down going, what dude, the fuck this is, is going on? To, this is what I'm trying to say. Unless you watch it, none of this fucking makes any sense. I do highly recommend watching it. Anyway. Definitely. Joseph comes to the inn. The innkeeper says, you can't stay. Herod's coming. My hands are tied. Go and sleep in the manger. Christ is born off screen and the light of God causes Tony and the innkeeper to reconcile. That's the end. Big dance party, right? And then the Yeah, end. dance party. Big dance party, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the music is fucking great. It is actually so good. It is. Um, even, that, even though the yeah. comedy like totally trashes it and they kind of ruin it for the effect. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's the comedy is just bizarre, uh, but it's fantastic. Yeah. I think Matt Berry is fantastic at doing that Like, because he does a lot of musical comedy and he like... There's something about the way that he'll he'll write a song that is, in its bare bones, a good song. But then he'll be yeah. like, what kind of synth sound do I want to use for yeah, it? And he's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. the one that sounds the closest to a trumpet farting would be great. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. Yeah, just like the most lifeless MIDI trumpet I can Yeah, find. exactly. Yeah. Like that's, he undermines his own music for the for the laughs, as you say, yeah, Dave. Yeah, for the yeah. laughs, yeah. It's great. It's great. Not even for jokes, for just the no, laughs. just the it's laughs. It's like, a, like, a, like a, a, a laugh is to a joke as like a second is to a minute. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did unit. know what you mean. Yes, yeah. Uh, ADBC is what extra planar psychonaut and the king of found footage comedy Matt Berry shits out in an afternoon after realising, man, there is a weird amount of musicals about Jesus. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, my rating system is out of 100. I use every number only one time. Yeah. I'm going to give this one the number 88. Whoa. Oh, yeah. That's a good number. It's filling up. Good number. It's filling up. Filling up, baby. Filling up that cup. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well done, Matt Berry. You finally got the recognition you deserve for your, you your stellar you work on it. ADBC. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great, Dave. I'm glad you had a good time. And yeah, listeners, do go and check it out after maybe not understanding any of that, because and then come back and listen to that bit again, because <laughs> goddamn, it's so good. <laughs> it's really good. Go and have a listen to it. It's really good. Uh, you know, this is really good. Half an hour of your time. Give it a punt. Um, oh, jeez. Let me you think know, of something. Um, um, can, can we do something? Can we? Is it something? Can we just not have any Jesus for this next bit? I got nothing against Jesus, but can we? Can we try and exclude? Nope. 
Because we had a lot of Jesus. No, we're gonna uh, have, there's going to be Jesus. Jesus time. Jesus' birthday. We're yes. celebrating at Jesus. Christmas with the greatest Christmas movie of all time. Oh, that's right. Home Alone, baby. Time for Home Alone. Lead us all back, craze. Lead us all back, craze. Then we go. Welcome to Family Movie Night. This is the segment of the show where we watch 10 seconds of the film Home Alone. It's it's We're doing great so far, you know. We're, uh, we're yeah. on about like a minute. We're about to close in on minute eight, I think. Oh, yeah, we're, actually, it's pretty good. It's not bad. It's not bad. Right through it, yeah. Yeah. This is about the time where if you came into the cinema, like now, because you were getting your popcorn or whatever, you'd, like, you'd sit down next to your friends and you'd be like, oh, did I miss much? And they'd be like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Story of our podcast. All right, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's move on. Okay, let's find out who's yeah, behind, yeah, the, behind the, the door. door. Who is it? Oh, it's the pizza guy. Oh, the pizza How did we not so put that pizzas. together? $120 how did, for oh, those pizzas. $120.50. Guys. How many pizzas has he got there? Two, four, oh, six. About, guys. About ten. Whoa. How did we... Not piece that together, right? <laughs> Pizza. Together. We watched. We watched. No, okay. two weeks. No, hang on. Two weeks ago, we watched ten seconds of Home Alone, and that yeah. ten seconds was a pizza car, which we established between each other after a long discussion about yes. it, what yeah. kind of a car it could be. Yeah. We're like, okay, there's a pizza car out the front of the house. Yeah. Next shot, Joe Pesci standing at the front door. Front door do- doorbell, Bing Bong. Joe yeah. Pesci open. It goes to open the door, and we're like, who could that be? Do you not see it's, how dumb that is? It's a suspenseful movie. It just keeps you guessing at every turn. You, I guess it could have been a different have no door. idea. A pizza car has just pulled up outside and we have ordered pizza and uh, who's knocking at the door? It could be fucking anyone. <laughs> it could be anyone, really. It could be. There are no be. clues to suggest who it might be at all. <laughs> Uh, that is it for our reviews this week. It is time to announce next week's recommendations. Boys, who wants to start? You do, Chris. Do I? Yeah, you do. I can see it. <laughs> sure. I'll start. Uh, Dave, I'm recommending for you this week. Yeah. David, this might surprise some of our listeners, but I, I would say that you're probably the most corporate of the three of us. Yeah, right? I am the most corporate. Absolutely. Wow. You? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I'm a big corporatsy, baby. That's right. Yeah. You're I fet- drive fet- like fet- a really... Yeah, I'm a fet kit. He's a fet kit. Fet kit. I would say <laughs> that you're the best emailer I've met in my life. Really? I think so. You can. You reckon? Well, wow. you got our bond back from uh, where we oh, used to yeah, live they together. I did not want to give that back. From one all. email. One email. One wor- that- well worded email. And we had it was back. a brutal email. I took, I took like a. This is, this is a good example of why I'm not corporatsy because I definitely took three quarters of my work day to write it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you're fluent. Did you. Do- why did they? Why did, was it? Was it all the ham and spaghetti in the bottom of the dishwasher? How dare you! Yeah, in, li- in the life fixtures and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah Throwback. Uh, Dave, you are fluent in email speak, and so okay. that's why this week. And I, look, I, I don't know how you're going to do this. There's, there's, there's a yep. million directions you could take this, but I'm, I'm keen to see where you go. Yep. David, next week I recommended that you tell us what the best email sign-off is. Oh. I'm sure you have some thoughts. That is mm, fantastic. Sure you do. I actually, mm. I'm actually rocking a warm regards, which is... Is that what you're rocking at the moment? Psychotic to most people. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll regards, get into it next yeah. week. Yeah. We'll uh, maybe maybe we'll, we'll, we'll be changed in, in seven yeah, days. Maybe. Yeah. maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll just be like, peace out, dickheads. What? <laughs> David, David Reynolds. Yeah. 
Uh, I guess that yeah. means that I'm giving for you this week's stew. Uh, yeah, it does. Okay, so this week's stew, what I'm going to get you to do, we need we need a bit of that, um, a bit more uh, content out on the internet. Mm. Yeah, you know, a mm-hmm. bit more, a bit more of that video content. Yes. Video, video content. Yeah. The yes, moving right. pictures. And so I w- I'm going to get you to uh, do some more video content oh, for us. Great. All right. And I want you to pick the thing that you're the best at. And do a tutorial video for oh. it. Oh, whoa. Yeah. And see what you okay. got. Hula hooping. Uh huh. Might be hula hooping. You did, yeah. Um, all right. I'll have a think about that later. I was starting to do it, do it <laughs> yeah, then. Okay. I was starting yeah, no, to, have to be. No, no. We can just be silent while you I do could, it if you is like. Is it all right if I think about it right now? Yeah, okay. Here oh. we go. Stuart Owens Masterclass. Well, I'm not very good at much, but what am I good at? I was going to. So, then, oh, I could hello. Yes, hello. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We've been the pool boys. <laughs> <laughs> Chris. Yes. Chris, Chris, Chris. Yes. I am recommending for you uh, next week. This week, in fact, for next week's episode. That you are. And it um it's time, man. The missile has come. You the homing missile holding has a grudge. landed. Yes. Oh, it's not a grudge. I just want yes. to make you. I just want to make you read something. Sure. Um, and it's <laughs> okay. gonna. It's it's gonna be fun because um, this is a book that I remember reading when I was a kid. And when I was sort of in my adolescence, I did, as we've mentioned on the pod, I got into like lots of spiritual, um, you know, thinking and that kind of thing. And this is a book that started me off on that trajectory. Mm. It could be an absolute pile of shit. I'm not how. I'm not sure how well written mm-hmm. it is these days, mm-hmm. and I have never mm-hmm. reread it. But Chris, I want you to find uh, either online or in a brick and mortar bookshop a a book called Jonathan Livingston Seagull. You made a reference to this on the podcast before. I have made a reference to it once once before. It's by Richard Bach, and it's um, in in a long time ago. I was mm. introduced to it by my dad, and a long time ago, it was sort of like a spiritual classic for. Okay. For people, and I assume that would have been in like the sixties and seventies. Mm. Give it a read. It's a very short book. Okay. Okay. I think think you're I gonna will. hate it. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. My Women's I think Day. You're gonna yeah. hate it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this is this is gonna be this is like a, a really important dear book to Stuart as well. So we're probably gonna see him cry next week. <laughs> Chris, Chris fucking hates them. reading and he hates seagulls. It's true. I do. I'm pretty sure he hates <laughs> flying too. And, uh, so and I hate cheese feelings. So I'm really gonna dig in deep. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh man Woohoo Well um, yeah those are our recommends for next week We'll see you uh, when we come back uh, To have a chat about them And oh, yes. um, in the meantime Take care guys Hope you're living your best life oh, yeah. yeah Check out our socials if you like At Pool Boys Comedy on TikTok On Twitter No we're not on Twitter On Facebook We are on Twitter on Instagram, we are on Twitter. Good, good to know. Yeah, I mean, we have an account on Twitter. It's good like, um, to know, we are on Twitter. I got to start doing my tweets. Yeah, yeah. Do do some tweets, Dave, because uh-huh, we're, uh-huh, we're pretty. Uh-huh. Um, it's pretty like I mean, Twitter's an impenetrable force these days. So you know, yes, just start yes. throwing throwing some stones at that <laughs> at <Yeah>. that <laughs> at the color skate. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, great. Uh, we also have a Patreon. Uh, we have a whole bunch of different tiers for you to support us at, uh, depending on what your financial situation is. And we also have a mug that you can get through the Patreon starting at Ooh, our $20 yes. tier. That's 20 AUD. So if we're, if we're talking about... Uh, if, if you're listening in America or somewhere else, I'm not going to sit here and do conversion rates for you, but it's cheaper. Cheaper for you mm. than 20 bucks. 
But oh, yeah. Aussies, we want that twenty bucks. Yeah, um, we want twenty bucks. You yeah, go on, go on and get yourself a pool boys mug, and uh, yeah, leave us a review. Your mug, yes. yeah, your bloody mug. Yeah, mug. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, a review would be super helpful. That's yeah, like that's on the actually, Apple iTunes. That's on the whatever. The Apple actually, app. yeah, hit, hit subscribe um, on on the Apple Podcast and and give us a review. That is actually the best thing you can do for us at this point. Yeah, straight up. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's. I'd the also show. like to give a shout out to uh, the band. Apex uh, Bloom for our theme song "Roll." Yes, check out Apex Bloom on Spotify. On the internet. Yep. On stage. Yep. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. I actually don't know if they're doing real shows, but you can check them. Check Who them knows? out. Also, their front man, Kane Hansen, uh, recently did a, um, a stand-up slash musical set at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. And, uh, well, that, that show is over and you can't see it anymore. Um, well, he might be coming to Sydney with it and we'll let you know about that. But the point is, go and give him a follow on Instagram. He is the lead singer of, the, of Apex Bloom. So there's a few things. There's a bit of homework yeah, for you, gosh. listeners. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of things to do. We've all got um, tasks this week. Yeah, we're doing stuff. Uh, well, that's the show. My name is Stu. I'm Chris. I'm Davey. And Davey, mm-hmm. take it away. The reading, writing hotline That's number? right, it's the reading, oh, writing hotline number. Oh my gosh, how did you got that <laughs> Reading, so writing hotline Chris. number. It's because it's Chris is illiterate. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I can't read nor write. That's why you, so. that's such a, uh, you better you better be calling them up before you do that. Yeah, but uh, he can memorize mat. jingles. That's, that's right. That's one true, part that's of his right. brain that is switched right. on. All right, kind uh, of what a week. Kind regards oh, to both. What a week. What a week. <laughs> Best, Chris. What was who who sang last week? Huh? Was it you last week? What did you say? Who sang last week? I started last week. Oh, shut up. (laughs) What do you mean? Stuart, I fucking hate this. (laughs) This will not. This is not on. I'm the little mouse. I hate it, Stuart. (laughs) Enough. (laughs) Stupid, stupid. If you do this during family movie, I'm gonna be so mad at you. <laughs> <laughs>